welcome to the very first episode of the Found in Christ podcast. Oh my gosh, guys. I've been wanting to do a podcast for the longest time ever. I've had this dream for like a few years now. and But there was just not the right opportunity. You know, in the past when I was in uni, I just didn't have my own space and I didn't have like the resources as well. And then after that, when I started working for a year, I had my own space. I mean, I have my own space now and mm. the resources, but when I was working, then there wasn't the time. Um, and then after that, I quit my job. And so the right time is now, right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's New Year's Eve, it's 31st December, but when you see this, it will already be the following year oh my gosh that's so exciting and i'm here today with my boyfriend gabriel my boyfriend and my best friend gabriel and he is the biggest support in my life right now um he has taken some time off of his busy schedule so thank Mm -hmm. you so much honey for being here um if you guys didn't know he's actually a pilot and pilots are busy so (laughs) (laughs) so thanks so much for making time but today we are going to talk about the pain and the hurt of 2023. Yeah. I'm so excited for <laughs> this year to be over and done with. A few more hours. Yeah, a few more hours. We're going to tr- go to church tonight and yeah. we're going to celebrate with praise. Um, but yeah, it's been a roller coaster of a year and I'm so, so excited for it to end because there's so much like craziness that happened this year um, yeah. with us both in our individual lives and our lives together um, and we are going to share about that and hopefully you will be able to find some hope in our story <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so the purpose of us sharing is really just to um, encourage you if you've mm. gone through something similar or are going through something similar that there is hope at the end of the day yeah. that God is still with us at the end of the day and for you to just not give up whatever mm. your situation is um, just don't give up yeah yeah so we're gonna go straight into it yeah we're gonna start from the beginning where the first train hit us <laughs> yeah so this was at the beginning of the year when we f- both started dating and um we told our families so that's when it first started yeah yeah so um maybe you can start honey about how your family reacted yeah so yeah i opened up to them and they were very loving and caring they approved of uh, shira and they were very loving you know like my dad um, saw her in church and gave her a hug my mom as well and everything was just so beautiful in the in the beginning and i was really Mm -hmm. happy you know because for me like family is really important and you know family is still very important to me yeah and knowing that everyone loves and accepts her that was like wow that was such a relief and uh, because this is my first time like introducing a girl to my family yeah and so that was like a big deal for me and knowing that you know like family approves like okay that's amazing and (laughs) yeah like uh, later on you want to continue with with your end Yeah, yeah so for my side, it, it didn't start off great and it didn't end great. Actually, it's still not great right now. <laughs> <laughs> but for my side, basically, I, I, think, I think I made the mistake of, as sad as this sounds, like trusting my family more than I should have. 
Like mm. I told them, I opened up to them. I think expecting that they'll be like happy for me and all, but yeah. it was like the complete opposite. Yeah. It was there was a lot of stereotypes mm. and a lot of judgment, um, mm. especially because um, Gabriel has a bit more melanin in his skin, yeah, and I not, have less melanin in my skin. Yeah, not everyone loves milk or dark chocolate. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people prefer. Um, Some people. white chocolate. So <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> yeah. But we don't agree with any of that, guys. Yeah, yeah. Don't like, don't get us wrong. Um, so with my side, it was it was really bad. Actually, there was a lot mm. of scolding and cursing, yeah. and it was like even cursing like my future family, like mm. oh you're gonna be poor and like all these things, which was so shocking to me. But mm-hmm. um, it. It, that happened and yeah. so when my side started disapproving uh yeah my, my side had a change of heart and yeah that was very very heartbreaking yeah yeah and, and the reason is because of um possibly offense to her side not liking me and mm-hmm. i know that it's, it's always linked to a lot of fears you know yeah like fear like what if like i get beat up or uh I think every parent wants what's best for their child, yeah. and and we know that. Yeah. We, we know we, that. We know that now. Yeah. We didn't know that then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back then we were just so confused. We were just so. I I think also like feeling the hurt, like we were just so like yeah, hurt the by our family. Yeah. And why why don't our families see each other like the way we see it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was a whole journey of like. Um, forgiveness that we had yeah. to go through. We actually held on to unforgiveness towards our family. I think like yeah, we didn't even know it. Right? Yeah, we didn't know it. Like we were just so bitter about our families, but yeah. we we didn't know that it was actually unforgiveness that we were yeah. holding on for like three quarters of this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, but basically, another thing I wanted to mention was that um, both our families are Christian. But mm-hmm. I think I don't know if some of you guys can relate that although you can grow up in a Christian family, but sometimes our parents can be quite controlling as well and mm-hmm. our parents can be using like scripture to like to like get something out of us which I don't think is right at all um, yeah. and it and those it, are toxic traits yeah right? those yeah. are like kind of toxic to, to quote scripture to get a mm. reaction out of you or to get um, like what they want to like manipulate you and that's not the nature or heart of God at all mm. um, so there was this scripture that was being quoted um, by um, his side of the family that was um, what was it Children, yeah, children, uh, obey your parents in the Lord. And you want to talk about that? Yeah, I think the for every scripture, there must be context. Yeah, know? definitely. Like, the verse starts out with children, obey your parents. And we're not children. Yeah, we're no longer children. <laughs> yeah. So that verse is talking about like young children. Yeah, when, and it, and it yeah. goes on by saying, obey your parents in the Lord. Right, but if anything contradicts God's nature, anything contradicts God's word, then you know that, that that's not right. Yeah. So, who would you rather obey? Would you rather obey God and His commands or some, you know, twisted view of certain things? Yeah, that's right. right. So, like, when the Bible says, oh, children, obey your parents in the Lord, they're talking about young children. And they're also talking about, like, obey your parents in the Lord, meaning that if your parents tell you to, like, not go to church, for example, then you shouldn't be listening to them because yeah. that's not in the Lord. It's, yeah. it's contradictory to, like, what, what God tells you to do, yeah. you know? Um, and also, like, we realized, we had to learn this. We, we literally, like, I think in, in that moment where, where mm-hmm. everything was going on, we had to literally go seek 
like counsel from yeah. from like pastors and our friends yeah. and everything and also direction uh, yeah and yeah. go back to the word of god like what does the word of god mm-hmm. actually say what does god actually say about it i think that's like the most important thing and not to twist things out of context yeah. so we realize that as adults as adult children to our parents we don't owe our parents obedience but we do owe them honor yeah. so honor in the bible when it says honor your father and mother that is for for anyone of any age, you need to yeah. honor your father or mother. But honor here does not mean obedience. Honor here does not mean do everything your parents tell you to say. Honor means give weight to yeah. what your parents tell you to say. Mm-hmm. So we can give weight to it, we can evaluate it, yeah. but at the end of the day, we have to make our own decisions. Mm. So we are adults as much as it's very hard for our parents to accept it. We are adults yeah. and you know we're not asking you to like go against everything your parents tell you to to do um we're not telling you to be rebellious at all but we we are telling you also not to give in to like the voice of fear and intimidation to not give in to like any manipulation because we can have christian parents but they can still be you know Mm. they can still be manipulative at some times they can still have like controlling traits which i mean we don't hold this against them anymore now we understand it we understand that all this actually comes from their own brokenness and their own fears because they've gone through they've met the mistakes in their lives and they're so afraid that we will make the same mistakes um but at the same time we've learned that we can't let the the trauma of the past yeah. and our previous generations have a say in our lives any longer. Yeah. If we listen to that, if we listen to like, oh, don't date them because like they're dark skin or don't let date them because of, um, you know, like like all these prejudices, right? Yeah. We're, we're letting the trauma of the past, like their own trauma, have yeah. a say in our lives. And, and fear. We, and fear. Yeah. And, and this is like contradictory to God. Yeah. Like even when I look, you look into the Bible stories, right? Like, Actually, if you if you dig deeper, you realize that Moses' wife was actually mm. a Midianite, wow. and she had dark skin. Wow. So, yeah, I had to <laughs> I had to really dig into scripture. Like as funny as it sounds, as I mean, as obvious as it seems that like racism is definitely not from God, right? But I had to really dig into scripture to really see like it's interracial couples, like really a God design. No, I really yeah. had to go yeah. go like search the truth out on my own, and mm. like once I've searched it out, I'm like, okay, then it's really like evaluating it it's really like because of like our parents own brokenness that they tell us no don't t- talk to that person don't date yeah. that person like and also because cultural differences yeah there's just so whatever much the media says yeah. it, it all plays a part you know yeah and I, I think like that's something we learn to really not let like any any mm. sort of like generational like trauma or fear yeah. or intimidation from anyone to just yeah. have a say in our lives any longer like we have to put the stick to the ground yeah and like say enough is enough yeah but we yeah. love our parents yeah but we love we, our yeah. parents definitely and yeah. and we've gone through the whole journey but we forgive them now <laughs> yeah 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 we, we know that they ultimately want what's best for us and yeah we still really love them yeah but yeah but there was a lot of brokenness yeah Yeah, definitely there was a lot of hurt like especially i've gone through because i yeah yeah, like i struggled with like my mental health as well Mm. i think a lot of my life i struggled with like um maybe not a lot but but there were certain points in my life where i did struggle with like thoughts of suicide and depression Mm. sorry Mm. trigger warning um and this year especially when i was feeling all that rejection from my parents um that really took a toll on me a lot like mentally because um i was being told things like i'm a disappointment like things like that and it really really took a toll on me because i felt like like all all my life i've been kind of like 
the the poster child, right? I've I've done good in my studies. I've done good in my sports. I've I've like performed really really well all my life. But yeah. um, when I felt like that wasn't enough, it just it just took a toll on me. It just took mm. a toll on me so much mentally. Yeah. And like I'm not trying to be dramatic here and all, but I really did yeah. suffer a lot like mentally through through all all those things. Yeah. And and again, right? We we like we're not trying to demonize our parents here. We know that they're also broken people, but but also not not trying to like push aside the fact that it did take a toll on me mentally as well um yeah and later on i found out that it was actually the spirit of rejection like you guys i think there's a there's a book on it i can link it below um about the spirit of rejection and and yeah when you are rejected in any way even from childhood even Mm. from even your mother's womb you could have like a spirit of rejection be attached on you and Mm. that could really take a toll on you as a being and and prevent you from being effective as a as a child of god right and mm-hmm. um i later on i realized it was the spirit of rejection mm-hmm. i had to renounce i literally had to look in the mirror and say i rebuke the spirit of rejection yeah. and i take on the spirit of adoption that calls so me good. the daughter of the most high and that like almost everything i felt so strongly just kind of like left almost overnight wow so it was like wow like like just by rebuking the spirit of, of yeah. rejection just by receiving the spirit of adoption from god there was so much breakthrough already mm. so like yeah you know go back to god process things with god whatever you go through there could be a spirit attached to it there could be some form of trauma attached to it but yeah. we want to be free at the, at the end of the day right Amen. as christians yeah and we, and we are free you know? yeah we are free the sun sets free is free indeed yeah. yeah so it's not enough just to be safe we want to be yeah. set free and delivered and yeah. healed as well yeah so moving on from that shenanigan at the start of the year like from our families um there was also a lot of like another train hit which is for me it was work and for him it was work as well yeah so maybe you can talk about how like the struggle that you went through because of work yeah sure yeah so for context i was i've i've always aspired to be a pilot from a very young age and i had the opportunity way back in 2017 i got accepted into the cadet pilot program 2018, I went into flying school and then halfway through, COVID hit. And I graduated in 2020. There were some delays. Mm-hmm. Um, but all along was just delays, you know, from 2020 all the way leading up to yeah. this year. You know, yeah. like this year was the year I was finally got, I got called back in and there was like, I was so happy, you know, mm-hmm. beginning of the year I got called back in and I'm excited. It's like, let's go, you know, like let's just fly. This is what I've been really wanting to do. Yeah. And But for some weird reason, there's just been an unusual delay yeah. and like, that really got me down, you know, like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but like, it seems like it's never ending. So that led to a lot of frustration mm-hmm. and also just a lot of conversations with God, you know, mm-hmm. like God, like you called me back, but why do I have to go through all of this? Why yeah. do I have to go through the whole waiting process mm-hmm. again? And, you know, like a lot of people say, oh, it's okay. Be patient. They used to hate that word. Yeah. <laughs> Be patient. It's so much more, it sounds easy, but it really isn't. Yeah. And it was, because it was waiting with uncertainty as well. Yeah. It was it was more like, okay, you're going to fly next month. Then you're going to fly next month. Then you're going to yeah. fly next month. Then the next month never came. Yeah. And, and it was it was really, really frustrating on my yeah. end as well. Um, but, you know, like even God used you and uh, said that God is never late. He, he always gives it to us at the right time. Mm-hmm. And I had to have that mentality, you know. And, uh, and yeah, so thanks for that. <laughs> and even 
like had to look back in the Bible and you know, like what does God say about yeah. like delays and so on. And sometimes delays are there for a reason. Yeah, it's uh, God wanting to use that season to shape something within you, and yeah. He may be laying the foundations of your life. He may be readjusting it, mm-hmm. you know. And before yeah. He propels you towards success, He will want to have like a, a foundation that's strong. Yeah, that's and right. in the Lord. Yeah, and and then looking into the Bible, like so, like um, I, I look young. I am young, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this year was a year. It was the the tree series, yeah. Right? He turned the big tree O. Tree O, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, not gonna lie, there were times where I was like, oh man, like I'm thirty, and like everyone else has like some like has a successful career, mm-hmm. or maybe like um, married, or get bought a house or a car and I don't have all of that and yeah and I was like oh am I missing out like I'm already 30 and I'm sure many of you can relate as well yeah. and looking back into the bible is when I realized that wow Jesus only started his ministry when he was 30 yeah Jesus lived on earth for like 30 years before he even started his ministry yeah and he went through the process of time he went yeah oh my gosh that yeah. was something we learned this Christmas yeah um yeah. like in, in church, church that yeah. like Jesus actually, like, God is so humble that He actually came as human form, like, in, like, in, yeah. in Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and He went through, like, yeah. the time, like, growing up, going through, like, adolescence, going through yeah. teen years, all that, and lived all the way until 30. Yeah, for a reason and yeah. a purpose. Like, He could have just, like, I don't know where this came at the Yeah, He could 30. have come as, <laughs> come as a man. He didn't have to go through that. And, he, baby, and God yeah. created like the the loss of like age and time and everything yeah. and and god was humble enough to subject himself through that yeah so like who are we to say that like like we shouldn't go through time and go, yeah. go through like yeah. waiting and stuff yeah there's definitely a reason behind it sometimes god reveals it sometimes it doesn't but just know that you're never late yeah and, you know like this is i hope this encourages yeah. you and there's other stories in the bible as well like joseph mm-hmm. in the book of genesis he he waited. He was only thirty years old when he was promoted um, to be Pharaoh's second-hand man. Yeah, before right? that, so so Joseph was going through so much hardship. He was yeah. he was sold to um, to slavery by his own brothers. Yeah, he was in so prison sad. twice. He was going through like this terrible, terrible life. Like imagine being prison at that time and age, yeah. right? Like like for so many like twice, you know, yeah, thrown and in he was, prison, like, forgotten, right? And he was like, forgotten, no, like yeah. and and he only when he was thirty years old, he was promoted to become um, Pharaoh's second-hand man yeah. um, from from prison. And and then that's when his life actually you know began, yeah. and he was like ruling like Egypt with the pharaoh and all. So, like, who cares what society thinks? Like, who cares the, about the pressure that tells you oh by thirty yeah. you need a car and a house and a family and everything? I mean, like, it's, it's good that if you it's if good you if you it, do you know yeah, we're not we're not shaming you yeah. if you do, but but you don't have to confide yourself to like the cookie cutter expectation of society and that's something we yeah. learned this year and year run, as well. run your own race you know yeah, like, yeah. when you tend to compare with the person next to you it's when you you get sad or depressed or like oh i'm not good enough you know but god has a yeah. plan for you god a has a plan, plan for you that's yeah, right a unique plan for your life so. yeah if you want to go to university yeah. at 50 years old like go ahead if you want to start your business at 60 years old go ahead like yeah. who's stopping you like i remember yeah. um reading like online as well to encourage myself that like um the like 
Jack Ma, like the founder of Alibaba. Mm. I, I think he's in some scandal now. But but I mean, anyways, Alibaba is still like very successful. Very um, and and he's he he only like he he failed so many so many businesses. Yeah. And he only succeeded when he was like in his forties after mm. failing so many businesses. Mm. And even Colonel Sanders, yeah, the one who created KFC, yeah. like he he only started he only gave his life to Jesus what in his eighties, and he only started KFC when he was like in his eighties. So really? yeah, yeah yeah he started really really late. Um, and so, if I didn't get the facts wrong, but this was what I was reading okay. online, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, like you know, all like people can start late, and it's fine. I mean, yeah. in in society's eyes, it could be counted late, but maybe in God's eyes, it's the perfect timing. Yeah. So from yeah. my side, I was just it was just a season of waiting. But I realized that during the season of waiting is when like God really just was dealing with so many things in my heart mm-hmm. and like right now I feel so much more whole yeah. and it was because of that waiting period I felt that if I had maybe had gotten what I wanted mm-hmm. like to fly straight away then maybe there could have been certain things that been undealt with yeah. and you know like I don't want that yeah and looking looking back at it I God knew what he was doing but yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it was hard definitely yeah right, yeah waiting. definitely but yeah that's when you know, I just have to trust God, trust mm-hmm. in His timing, trust that everything will work out and not to listen to the lies of the enemy. Yeah. I think that's so important. Many a times, like, the battle is really won in the mind. Yeah. And that's... Fill that, yourself with the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's for me and what I struggle with work. Yeah. So, yeah. so for my end, oh, man, work was... Oh, I, I think the fact that I survived, like, in corporate, like, yeah. this past year is really because of the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say all corporate jobs was was as bad as what I've gone through but what I've gone mm. through was pretty bad so there was so much like lying and manipulation involved yeah. um, I was in uh, the I was in recruitment um, and I'm not gonna disclose the name of my previous company but basically I had to lie and manipulate a lot I mean yeah. I was told to lie and manipulate like my candidates my clients like withhold certain information you know just to just to just so we can close the deal, which I didn't think was very ethical. And yeah. like, as a Christian as well, I didn't feel right to do it. And 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 like every time my boss wanted me to say something, I'll just pass her the phone. I'll be like, okay, you say it. <laughs> like mm. I really didn't want to do it. And and I realized that like the same tactics that was used like on our candidates and our clients to kind of close the deal, they were mm. using the same thing to me as well. They were like uh. they were like promising me certain things, and then when I reached a certain level, I wouldn't get what was promised. Mm. Um and and it was like. I don't know, I just felt like because I was like so fresh in the industry, then they could they could kind of like take advantage of that and yeah. be like, no, it's supposed to be like that. Oh no, it's supposed mm. to be like that. But it's like, but I, when I was already a full-time worker, like everyone else in the office had the chance to do like hybrid work. But for me, it was because... I don't know, they just gave me some reason about why I couldn't do hybrid. I had to go to the office every single day, which was like something everyone else in the office mm. like didn't have to do but I had to do it and I was already full-time so like there was just so many I would say like unfair instances and and like I'm sure there would have been a conflict with like you're you're trying to live a righteous life and yeah and and also the conflict between like I I I felt like the certain things that was being asked is not right but I had to do it and um and I felt very pressed down as well in my Mm. identity it was like I, it was kind of toxic like the, the moment that I even the second week that I started they were just like 
looking at me saying that I'm too cheerful and was like, are you even serious with your work? Like, I remember my second week of work, my boss and my director called me to the room and they were asking me like, are you even serious? Like, yeah, like I realized it took me so long, but I realized that the oppression actually started like since since the start. And, And guys, I... Like they use my generation as a as a thing as well. It was like, oh, you're Gen Z. You're just so entitled. You just, um, mm. you know, you just wanna like, like ask for a lot of things and like things like that. But I felt like I worked my butt off. I was working like up till night every single day. I was like doing the extreme best that I could, mm. but still I was like putting being pushed down. And so I think that really took a toll on me mentally as well. Yeah. Um, like. And, and they kept trying to manipulate me to stay as well. It was like, oh, you won't get this salary anywhere else. You won't mm. get this anywhere else. We're actually being very good already. We're actually one of the best companies out there already. And like a lot of like manipulation. And only when I got out, I'm like, oh man, that was actually like all these tactics that was being used on me. And I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Like just the worst part was that I didn't realize it. Yeah. And so like, um, you, you know, I... I I, I survived there for an entire year, which, mm. which by the grace of God, is really, really by the grace of God. And, and I thank God that um, I've gone through everything I've gone through, but I don't want to go back to that ever again. Mm. And it really, really like made me, like I left with such a burnout. Mm. And like if you think that I'm a Gen Z and I'm a strawberry and I couldn't handle it, I actually have a colleague who has been through medical school and has been through... Um, like being a doctor and everything and even she left the same day as me okay mm. guys so like it's not it's not a gen z strawberry thing like i gave it everything i could have and it was just it was just crazy like the workload was just crazy yeah. so but by the grace of god i had the courage to get out of it yeah. honestly it takes a lot of courage to quit your job like especially when it's like paying reasonable mm. you know like it was good like it was good money like for my level especially like mm-hmm. like i was surviving on my own i didn't need to get money from my parents i i could save up i could like get a credit card like all these things you know but mm. was it worth it at the end of the day um <laughs> i i don't think so like I, I felt like i was gaining the world but losing my soul wow. so i felt like like there was so much greed in that company it was always like getting the next level and the next bonus and the next thing but I felt so empty mm. getting those things. I thought that once I hit my second promotion, so like by the grace of God, I was there for less than a year, but I was promoted twice. Wow. And I thought, yeah, yeah, thank God for that. Yeah. So my salary actually jumped like really quick. But but I thought that like once I get my second promotion, I will feel like somewhat settled or satisfied or mm. like some, some form of like happiness out of it. And I felt even more empty. I felt even more mm. burnt out, even more tired. And at the end of the day, I was just like, this is not worth it anymore. This is not worth it anymore. Yeah. I was like, I know God, you called me into that job like one year ago to like sustain myself. And it taught me a lot of things, but I'm not going to go through this, like go on in this any longer. Mm. And eventually, like I was praying about it. I was processing it. Um, I was processing it with like people in, in church, like our connect groups and stuff. And and you know, someone said something to me one day that was so um, that was so profound. She said that like, yeah, maybe God called you to that like one year ago, but maybe it's time to move on. That's why you feel a sense of like restlessness and the lack mm. of peace to stay any longer. Yeah. And she mentioned about how like our what our pastors mentioned that if 
you don't feel like a complete piece in it, then it's a no. Like if it's a maybe, then it's a no. Then I was like, okay, then maybe it's a no because like I I was starting to feel more and more anxious every day. And guys, this is a bit embarrassing to admit, but I even developed dandruff because I was so stressed. I'm not even kidding. Like I I never had dandruff before in my life, and I started developing dandruff. Mm. And I was feeling like I literally could feel chest pain every single day because of the amount of stress I was in. I remember going yeah. to the toilet to like pray and cry like so many times, and it was just miserable, lah, guys. Like mm. it's not worth it. Like if you think of strawberry, like you would have to go to that company and go through that, and like then then you would know that I'm actually not a strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. That was something that really took. Like a toll on me, like yeah. so much mentally as well. Like going through all that nonsense, unnecessary <laughs> stress from like work yeah. and being put down so much. Um, and then towards like the middle of the year, another train hit us. Yeah. Yeah, which was. Yeah, that yeah. was a pretty that, bad one. <laughs> that was a really huge train. Yeah. So um, mid of the year, I actually lost my mom, and it. Yeah, it was really really difficult, and mm-hmm. you know, like just going through that, um, knowing that she was such a loving person, caring, and she really loved me, loved everyone, mm-hmm. and seeing seeing that person that's been there all along, and suddenly just losing her, that was like really really difficult, yeah. and you know, I was just going through grief, and grief really took, it was really hard, you know, like yeah. I just started. Um, it was a, it just a battle. Just a, every day was a battle. Yeah. Every day to even get out of the bed was a battle, yeah. and just the emotions of it, like waking up sometimes and you're crying, going to sleep and you're crying, and mm-hmm. these are the type of things that guys don't really talk about, and um, no one sees it, no one yeah. knows it. Well, I think only you know. know yeah, about but I it, I really didn't know how to handle it. I feel like I handled it really badly. No, you you did your best, and I I think that there's no. There's no like right words or right thing that you can do to to support someone who's in grief. But yeah, like just being there for that person is good enough. Or maybe just letting them talk it out, or you know, just giving them a hug. Mm-hmm. And and that was really really difficult. And in fact, I'm surprised I'm not. My voice isn't cracking or anything right now. But like um, yeah, that 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 was a very very difficult time for me and yeah. my family and. So yeah, mid of the year was just horrible for me, and yeah. it was so difficult, so difficult to see the light, so difficult to see God in it, and mm-hmm. there's just so many questions, and it's all about, you know, like the grief process is really difficult. Yeah. So yeah, that happened yeah. mid of the year, and yeah. that really sucked out a lot of joy, and there would be just be moments, mm-hmm. you know, like you'd be so happy, and suddenly, like, within. Less than a second, like it just turns around, you know. Yeah, like, like yeah. Like I mean, like when when you see like our TikToks, when you see like our Instagram reels and all, you see that we're we're like <laughs> baking together, we're like doing things together, we're so happy. But but behind the scenes, actually, be, before that, he'll be like crying and breaking down because he misses yeah. his mom. Yeah. And 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 like I'll I'll be like trying my best to comfort him. Mm. Um. But. But yeah, so you know, don't believe everything you see online because everyone thought yeah. that like we had such a great year, like life. we're we're just uh, on sky high this year, like like oh, jumping on the clouds, like. <laughs> but like no, like there was the complete was the storm, opposite. Yeah, we just we just don't post about all the like 
emo times, but but that was what we went through. Yeah, but even um, in the darkest times, like you know, God was still there. Yeah, and yeah, like God even used you many a times to just help me out and. Aww. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it was a very difficult time, and we'll get more in detail about grief another another yeah. time. But yeah, that that really was probably like the worst part of twenty twenty three, and that carried on, you know, like the mm-hmm. feelings, the the trauma, the grief, and everything. Grief of it. Yeah. yeah, but thank God for our church, and thank God for like our godly community. That's why we yeah. always say it's so important to not do life alone. Because yeah. our church brought so much support during that time. Yeah, so much support. Yeah. yeah, just the love that was being poured out, and you, you, I knew that it was God. Just so much love from the community. Yeah, they carried yeah. out the the service, the the wake, the funeral yeah, service. They, and um, even after that, you yeah. know, like just the follow ups and like, checking in, and those the pastors the, were checking in. Yeah, and, um, and friends. Yeah, and our friends, and and they even um even my connect group like we go to separate connect groups, but even my connect group was like praying for him. Yeah, like we were all lifting him and his family up in prayer. Yeah, yeah, so, so like um that that was like the the biggest train of the year. Um, and, and in the midst of that also like my dad had a diagnosis which mm. was also very heartbreaking yeah. um, and, I'm, and I'm still praying for healing like in my dad um, he's, he was actually suspected to have cancer but I'm rejecting mm. that in the name of Jesus yeah. I'm rejecting that I'm not receiving that um, yeah. I mean he's still living life like normal but um, he's, he's kind of afraid to go for like following checkouts so I'm just believing that like the cancer will be healed I'm just praying for yeah. him yeah, so so that was but middle of the year was also when I found out about that. So yeah, the trains just keep hitting, guys. Like it just didn't stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, after that, our breakthrough actually came um, after after I quit my job and after we attended the our church conference, which was called yeah. Leaders Advance Twenty Twenty Three. Um, we we call it LA Twenty Three for short. Um, but that was such a pivotal moment yeah. of like our year. Um, the presence of God was just so thick and tangible in the place. Mm. It's like you go there, your life will be changed. Like yeah. it was a like three days conference thing, yeah. and and it was it was literally life changing. I'm not even exaggerating it because the the presence of God was so thick and tangible yeah. in the place. The the messages were so God anointed. They yeah. got they got such anointed people to come and speak in the place as yeah. well. Like um, pastors. And we were also doing yeah. a. Pray and fast. Before, oh, and we also yeah. did a pray and fast before that. Exactly. Yeah. So that was so incredible. So we were preparing our, our, our spirits spirit as well. Our, yeah. 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 So like Mike Maiden was there. Pastor Samuel Rodriguez was there. Um, like, I, I forgot the rest, but but there were like a lot of like like planet shakers. Like yeah. Pastor Russell Evans was yeah. there as well. Yeah. And they were just so amazing. Like God anointed people there in the room yeah. to preach such. God anointed messages and it was just it was just literally life changing. Yeah, and, and and we needed that, you know. Yeah, like, we needed that. We needed that so and much. And it was just like soaking in God's presence. And I I recall like for the first time, like I was crying in church. I I'm really, <laughs> I, I usually am more composed than I don't know people call it what, rigid or <laughs> yeah. But like during that like the four days, it was just like nonstop crying, and I mm-hmm. and I couldn't understand why. I didn't understand why. But I think I, I know now that God was working something in my heart and yeah. you know, so it like you know ties to grief and so on. Yeah. And because I was feeling very down and very, very low, 
leading up to that and even the prayer and fasting was tough for me mm-hmm. you know and like but there was breakthrough yeah there was breakthrough because right after yeah. the conference um gabriel started having joy again and i could yeah. see it in his eyes that the joy of the lord was returning to him yeah. and and it was It was the same for me, like when I quit my job, like people could see there was a spark in my eyes again. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so it was such a like like breakthrough was starting, you know. Yeah. And and after the conference also, he started like leading us so much more. Like he mm. started being so much more effective as a man of God. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, oh, let's let's pray together for these few hours. Let's wake up early to pray for these few hours. Mm. Let's let's like seek the Lord more. Let I'm gonna call you tomorrow at 8 a.m. to pray together. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> like, it, like we we prayed. We started praying so much more after that, and we just yeah. started seeing. More and more breakthrough after that. Yeah. Um. Even for me, I felt like the cap in my life was kind of like lifted. Yeah. Like, cause during the conference, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez talked about how he he's a he's the producer for this movie called Flaming Hot. Yeah. And and just some context, you guys can watch it online, right? Flaming Hot. Um. It's about it's a true story about this guy called Richard Montanez who who who's a he's a Latino man and he grew up in like the poorest place like in Mexico. Mm. He was doing drugs. He was doing all sorts of things, and his family was so poor and. And like, like God turned it around for him. Like he started like finding God, and he started like like getting a job as a janitor yeah. in uh, in this like chips, like this factory that makes like potato chips. And then, and then like literally, he he got the idea to like create um like flaming hot, which I think you can see in like all the supermarkets yeah, it's now. Yeah, like spices, like spi- right? Like sp- like spicy chips that was yeah. that was not invented before. And like even dips and all. And that. like dips, yeah. yes. So. So he got the idea. He started like um like experimenting with like the leftover chips in the packages. Yeah. And he's a janitor, by the way. He's a janitor. And then like um he he started like producing it. Like I mean, started like like getting his like neighborhood like to distribute it and stuff. And then he he actually called the, like the. The, the 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 other CEOs in in that company and yeah. to, to brief his idea like secretly although he wasn't <laughs> supposed to and he literally got promoted from a janitor to a CEO wow like wow guys only God only God don't yeah. tell me miracles don't happen that's like literally like a a God miracle story. happening yeah. in the in the business world right yeah. and like during that you know during the those sessions in those days I just felt like the the cap over my life was kind of removed mm. like I mean that's why I'm doing a podcast now as well right because There was there's always this expectation that I think we we grow grow up with like this cultural expectation. Okay, you you grow up, you go study, you go work. You work, you give money back to your parents, and and you work, you need to work like a corporate job, nine to five. You know, you can't do yeah. like like if you do anything else, that's not considered work. If you do yeah. anything else, that's like like basically to play it safe. Right? Yeah, yeah, like like there was always this expectation like over my life. I felt and I felt like. After that conference, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something bold. I'm going to do something. I'm going to try to do something crazy. Yeah, and, I'm and what try God to has called you to do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I, I, I mean, I did try. I, I was still praying and processing things with God. I was, I was also like still applying for jobs because I was just like, okay, God, just close the doors. You don't want me to go through. <laughs> just open the doors. You want me to walk through. And like basically, every time I apply for a job, like. They will always offer me like very very little. Like it was like half of like what I was earning, which I think was not even worth it because then I'm gonna put all my time and energy to doing this. But I'm just like, I I I'm just like working just to earn some allowances and mm. and that's it. You know, I just felt like it wasn't worth it. So so that's why after LA Tony Chair, I started working on a project which I'm still working on. Yeah. You will not know what it is yet. I'm still working on it. <laughs> um, but basically, if you think I'm like. Like oh I have the options because I'm like very rich and everything no um that's not the case I'm actually using like like the little I have to to try to build something out of it mm-hmm. um 
so so like basically in the in the bible there's this story about how um the the, the young boy gave up his lunch which was two fishes mm. and five loaves of bread and and like jesus literally multiplied it to feed like five thousand mm. which was five thousand men i mean they only yeah, counted the men but they didn't count the women, women and children, children so it was actually more than five thousand yeah like could have been like ten thousand so yeah. like if you can use what 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 is your two fish and your five loaves of bread that you wow. have like if you're willing so to give that to god god can mm. multiply it yeah. so whatever amount that looks like to you whatever yeah. that looks like to you doesn't have to be money it can be time can be resources yeah. like what is that that you're willing to kind of just lay bare before god and be like god use me like yeah. whatever it is i think the most important thing is just making yourself a willing vessel yeah. and and not be confided by like society tells you this therefore you have to do this even your parents tell you this therefore you have to do this yeah. like my parents were not even happy that i quit my job by the way i got like <laughs> full-on lecturing and all oh. but i had to do it i had to do it because i felt like if i didn't do it i was gonna go crazy already yeah. i was i was starting to become someone i didn't recognize yeah so like yeah that was like when the breakthrough started happening after la 23 and and we've started praying more we started fasting more together Mm -hmm. and we're just we're at a good place right now like Mm. with each other i think and with god i think so um yeah so this year has been a crazy crazy year i yeah before we end we're actually gonna talk about the lessons that we've taken from this year so maybe you can start honey yeah sure like um one of the things that I can take away from 2023 is that everything is temporary, you know, and we, you need to have a eternity mindset. And there's a verse in the Bible which says that eternity is embedded deep in, you, in man. And, you know, like this, it's just the mindset that you have, you know, what are you working for? Are you working unto the Lord? Are you working to gain your own riches? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the Bible says that if you store up riches here on earth, it's where moth and rust and thieves break in and steal it but if store up for yourselves riches that are in heaven you know things that can last forever and what has god called you to do yeah what what is god's mandate in your life yeah and 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 just mm. a disclaimer we're not talking about don't save right save money be wise in your finances this is like different yeah i I mean it's it's a posture of your heart yeah it's it's about the heart yeah so yeah that always have an eternity mindset and we're called to do more you know we're not just we are called to be the light of the world. We are called to bring hope in places of darkness yeah. and so on. And also, we are called to make new disciples out of men. Yeah. So that is our that is a, the core mandate of everyone, you know. Yeah. And and are we doing that? Yeah. So that that is something that that I had to change, you know, in yeah. my mindset that everything is just temporary. We're yeah. just living here on earth for for whatever amount of time that God has decided. Mm-hmm. And later on, we spend eternity with God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that yeah. that was uh, my first takeaway, and uh, moving on, the second thing would be patience. Yeah, I highlighted this earlier, but patience is just such an important thing. You mm-hmm. never know what God is actually doing in and uh, in your heart, yeah. or even through whatever season you're in. Yeah. And just know that God is the same God through the the mountain highs and even the valley lows. Mm-hmm. He's still the same God. Mm-hmm. He He doesn't change, and He He knows your pain, your struggle, and if and if God has called you to be still during this time, yeah. which requires a lot of patience, just trust Him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like God knows you the best. Like yeah. God you, knows you the best that, like better than anyone else, better yeah. than your parents, better than your family, better mm-hmm. than your best friends. God knows yeah. you the best. So He's the one who will know like when you, you, 
like when your career starts, when yeah. things will happen, when should be the mm. best time for you to have your breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's man. the one who knows. So he's yeah. it he's the best person to trust. Like he's literally the best person to trust. Yeah. 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 And yeah, the the next thing would be you know, don't please men. The only person or the only only thing that you need to please is God. Yeah. He's more than enough. He know? is. Yeah, like I think the the biggest lesson I've learned this year is is also that like if anyone judges you if anyone is like not happy with like mm. what you do as long as you are right with god that's like good enough yeah. like if you if you can stand before god mm. and like you know you you don't have to justify yourself before god like that's good enough because yeah. ultimately when we die we have to answer to god like we yeah. stand before god and and we got to tell him like what we did with what he's given us yeah the gifts we, and talents yeah the gifts and talents how we stewarded it yeah. every single thing we did on earth we give an account to god we don't give an account to anyone else so yeah. so like you know people are always going to judge what you do like no matter what decision you make i i've learned that like there's always going to be someone who's upset yeah. and you can't please everyone So like it's okay if people are upset as long as God is not upset with you. And of yeah. course like I mean don't don't be in your own island and like you know your own bubble, yeah, yeah, in your own bubble. Like of course it's it's important to have godly community as well. Yeah. Um, get counsel from your yeah, leaders. Yeah, get counsel from Tell like your leaders. Tell them what you're going through your, yeah. your decisions. But you know? but at the same time like not everyone's going to agree with like what you decide and what yeah. you do. Um so you got to make sure that at least like God agrees you know and yeah. and and also make sure that whatever decision you make doesn't contradict the word of God because yeah. the word of God is the ultimate standard and yeah like that's where you get your your advice and your life counsel for so yeah. read your bibles christians read yeah, your bibles yeah and i just want to <laughs> highlight on this one verse in uh, galatians 1 verse 10 it says am i now trying to win the approval of human beings or god am i trying to please people If I were trying to still please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Oof. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I Sorry. I thought you were fist bumping me. Okay. okay. We can do that again. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like the the main thing is who you're trying to please, you know. And the only person, the only yeah, God is the only thing that you need to please. And yeah, like what we said as well, follow God's peace. Uh, be in the right council as well. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Oh, okay. This yeah, is right. so good. Thank yeah. you, honey. Yeah, I have one more thing to add. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the last takeaway from 2023 will be prayer. Prayer is so important. Yeah. You need to pray. A Christian who doesn't pray is just an ineffective Christian. Yeah, sleeping Christian. Right. We've all been recruited into a war that we're not even aware of. Yeah. We are fighting principalities and powers in darkness, yeah. of darkness in the air. That's right. You know, it, the the devil says that uh, sorry, not the devil says. <laughs> my bad. Blasphemy. The, <laughs> the Bible says that the devil is a prince of the air and we are called to be prayer warriors. Right? And prayer is so so important. Yeah. You know, it's it's not just up to your pastor to pray. It's not just for the intercessors to pray. Yeah. Every Christian is a prayer warrior. Yeah. And and something was just awoken within us to just pray even more, more yeah. persistently, you know. That's right. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, guys. Like your battles are won in secret. Yeah. That is the the one of the lessons I've learned this year as well. Yeah. We we can't like You know, sometimes we can't even convince people. We can't change our own situations. But when we pray, something happens. Yeah. When we pray, like angels are being dispersed all around, yeah. like to to accomplish, yeah. you know, things that are within the will of God. So when you pray, something is shifting in the atmosphere, but you don't even know it. Yeah. You don't see it. Yeah. But 
Um, I remember my pastor said this um, when when I was back in Kuching, like my, my pastor from back home said that every time we pray, it feels it feels an incense 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 bowl in heaven. Mm. Like every single prayer we, we we pray, it goes up and fills the bowl in heaven. And she's like, what if by the 99th prayer, um, your your prayer goes up and it fills the bowl and the bowl just tips over and that's when you get your breakthrough. Mm. So like, guys, don't give up. Don't give up on God. Don't give up in life. Don't give up. Like, yeah. no matter what the enemy throws your way. First of all, remember that it's from the enemy causing you turmoil and chaos because the yeah. enemy hates us. Yeah. Like, even from the Garden of Eden, the enemy hates us. He wants to tempt us. He wants to throw us off course he wants us to live the worst lives possible yeah. he wants to steal your identity yeah. your authority yeah god yeah don't blame god because it's the enemy it's not even god yeah. and god, we, god yeah. gives us the solution the enemy gives us the problem true so yeah. hold on to god keep praying keep you know fast if you need to and surround yourself with godly community equip yourself with the word of god yeah and you know can't guarantee that things will turn around but we know that you god will be with you and Breakthrough will eventually come. Yeah, I know that that's good ahead of you as well, right? Yeah, Jeremiah like 29 hope. verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Yeah. So this is God's promise for you. Hold on to them. Yeah. Hold on to them. Yeah. yeah, fill yourself with the promises of God, not yeah. the lies of the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. If you have reached the end, wow, thank you so much. This is our very <laughs> first podcast. Yeah. There's going to be more to come. Yeah. And... Greater things ahead. 2024 will be a great year. I declare yeah. that 2024 will be a great year for all of you watching. Yeah. Um, I just want to bless all of you. Um, why, why don't you pray? Close us with a word of prayer for every single person watching right now. Yeah, sure. Before I close the prayer, I just wanted to... I just got this from someone who sent it to me. And yeah, I felt that it's so good for... Uh, for the things that we're expecting in 2024. It's in Isaiah 43 verses 18 to 19. Forget the former things. Guys, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. The past is the past. Mm -hmm. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive, uh, per perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in a wasteland. So wow, like Amen. If, if everything else was bad in the past or not perfect, yeah. it's, it's fine. You know, all things are made new. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's pray. Yeah. Okay. God, I just want to lift up everyone want to lift up each other we thank you lord for all the good times we've had in 2023 and even uh, yeah. through the bad ones lord yeah we thank you god that you were constant you were always there you were mm. leading you were guiding us and we know lord we know that yeah. there's so much more good ahead of us we pray yeah. god that you give us the wisdom uh, to navigate through 2024 yeah. may 2024 be the best year yet yeah, that's and we right. thank you father for whatever struggles whatever battles that we are facing we thank you lord that you you are our you you are the one that's going to sort it out lord mm -hmm. that you are greater than anything god you yeah. are you are jehovah jireh our provider mm -hmm. you're jehovah rafa our healer you're mm -hmm. jehovah nisi the one who fights our yeah, battles that's right. so we thank you god that 2024 is going to be the best year yet it's going to yeah. be even more of you god yeah. and and thank you father for for just reworking in and through our hearts and yeah. our minds make us be more aware of your presence yeah. and your ways and let us continue to be a light shining in the places of darkness Amen. use us mightily god have your way in our hearts and in our minds especially in 2024 mm. we just want to surrender 2024 into your hands and we bless all our listeners yes, right lord. now lord let it be 
breakthrough the year of breakthrough yes, for them God. let there be miracles and healings unlocked in their mm. lives in 2024 god we remove the cap over their lives yes. and we declare god that they will do great things for your kingdom yes sir. in jesus name amen. amen thank you guys so much for watching till next time bye Oh my gosh, that was so good! Mm -hmm. Woo! Woo! Thank you, Jesus! Woo! Woo! We should do this more, babes. You, you, you should be a regular.